I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to r slash entitled people, where this entitled mother posts on Facebook about how fat her daughter is. Yes, seriously. Let's get into it. Entitled parents seem to use my social media as a public ego stroking zone. For some backstory... I have struggled with eating disorders for as long as I can remember. It started when I was 10 and I told my parents I thought I was fat. I wasn't. They actually agreed though and happily put me on the Atkins diet. For eight years, they tracked my food and I had to write everything I ate down in a notebook in the living room that they would peruse at their discretion. Because of that, I suffered from serious malnutrition that led to epilepsy and thyroid problems. It's been extremely traumatic, obviously, and a lot of work for me to get better. Of course, now I have binging issues, so my weight is higher than ever. Cut to yesterday. I make a post on Facebook talking about how men should know how to cook because the only men I've been able to tolerate could feed me. Now, this is obviously a joke. I would like to think that's obvious, but hey, just in case. My mother posted immediately, you were fed by a man growing up. Great job, OP's dad, and tagged my father. My father, who pointed to my butt and said it was getting fatter, who told me he could hear me grunting because of my fat body when I was underweight, who laughed at me pulling my pants up over my gut when I sat down, and my mother, who forced me to strip naked in front of her every morning and get on the scale. I was terribly triggered by her comments and ended up deleting the whole post. It was so upsetting. I know I should cut them off. Their abuse is limitless, but it's so hard to. And the worst part is they think they're so freaking great and I'm just their awful daughter who doesn't love them like I should. I'm not sure why I'm posting this other than just to vent. Well, OP, it's clear that you've been suffering with this for a very, very long time now. I mean, pretty much your entire life. Your parents, I mean, it's pretty obvious to say, but they're not nice people. This is abuse. And um, yeah, it's about time that you posted and vented about it online and let people hear about it. Look, I know you even say in your own post that it's going to be so hard to cut them off and you know that you should, but... I think at this point, like what benefit have you actually got from them being in your life other than them just triggering you again and again? It's still going on now, even now that you're an adult and you're still getting triggered by these people. At this point, it's got to stop, surely. Get them gone. To be fair, there's actually a great comment here, which I completely agree with. Block them from your social media accounts to stop their online abuse of you. Then go low contact with only you deciding when to communicate with them. This might help you gain more control over your own life and end their abusive control best of luck now moving on to our next story how my partner's lack of safety standards in a kitchen almost got my hand sliced open by multiple sharp objects over months and almost burned my leg on a 200 degrees oven back in high school i took home economics and you were assigned a partner to work with on your cooking station i was assigned to work with lauren now lauren was an unpleasant person in general She was rude, disrespectful, would always backtalk, dismissive, bratty, and unremorseful. 
In other words, a laundry list of reasons that made her unlikable. Now, I didn't actually have to deal with her often, but when I did, oh boy, did she make it a roller coaster ride of pain. She'd clearly taken the class, thinking that it would be easy and that she could coast through, getting a qualification at the end. Turns out, you actually had to work. Novel idea, I know. And there was more to it than just wasting school produce on mediocre recipes. You had a real exam to pass that would dictate your ability to go and get a more advanced home EC qualification. Now, she wasn't interested. Fine, don't be. But the amount of times she purposefully sabotaged my dish or my prep are too many to count. I never returned this favor, no matter how tempted I was, because I'm not a complete idiot. Despite that, the main thing that I didn't like about her in this particular class, aside from her degrading attitude, was that she had no sense of kitchen safety, even after it was explicitly explained to her by not only our teachers, but also myself, that you couldn't do a few things that I considered to be common sense, such as leaving things like knives and can lids in the sink without telling me. These were sharp and could cause some serious damage to whoever washed the dishes, i.e. me. Two, you don't open the near the floor hot oven door without telling the person at your feet. This could seriously burn someone. Three, you don't just leave that hot oven door open for someone to walk into. And four, follow rules number one to three. She managed to break rules one to three within 15 minutes of them being set. And this went on for months. There was a good number of instances I could have been seriously sliced or burned because she still left sharp utensils in the sink and just couldn't be bothered to pay attention to anyone but herself. I once reached into the soapy water thinking I'd grab a fork only to realize that when I pulled it out, it was a kitchen knife, blade side to my palm. If I hadn't been cautious because I knew she did this, it could have ended up in a hospital visit. These were not blunt knives. Another time, I nicked the tip of my finger through the same process. That's not counting every minor injury from graters and vegetable peelers, which I also couldn't see under the water. Not including bumping into me with one, a pan of boiling water, which splashed on me, and two, a piping hot metal tray, which partially burned my arm and blistered and left a perfectly straight scar that is still very visible on me today. Oh, and when I brought these injuries up, she told me to F off. The final incident that pushed me over the edge was that she opened the oven door without telling me directly onto my legs. If I'd been even a step to my right at that time, a 200 degree steel oven door would have gone into my knee high sock and my flesh fusing them together at this point i was so concerned about my safety i told my teacher that i'd like to move stations and thankfully because she liked me as a student she said it was fine i was shifted and never had to deal with lauren again but what the hell how entitled and self-involved do you have to be to almost cause an a and e visit and have no regret whatsoever this just came back to my mind recently and it seemed to belong here uh yeah it definitely belongs here jesus that's ridiculous surely somebody like this should just not be allowed to do home economics because look there's a limit to this right people can be bad at cooking and i get that but at at some point you have to think about people's safety i don't know i've never done home economics before you guys that have done it in school or whatever please let me know is there like a certain safety procedure that you have to go through at the very beginning of the entire class and surely at that point some people like this person yeah it's probably very rare but the, the teachers must see that there are people that exist like this person that just have no common sense 
students, no appreciation for safety in general, and they're actually going to be endangering their class. And therefore, they're not allowed to be on the course. Does that not happen? Like, yeah, it's bad that all this stuff happened in the first place, but surely this person just shouldn't have even been allowed on the course. It's mental. Opening a hot oven onto someone's leg and not caring. Like, that's that's a problem. That's a bit of a red flag for me. I'll be honest. Yeah, like this comment says right here, where was the teacher during all of this? If safety lessons are presented, then safety should be enforced. I completely agree. Yeah, and this is actually a great point. Woodshop was also a dangerous environment, and I've seen students ejected when warnings fail to alter behavior. Exactly the same. I didn't do home economics, but I did do DT. People were chucked out of that lesson all the time for the smallest things. They weren't even that dangerous, but you know, safety was the number one priority, as it should be in this. Surely. I'm saying surely a lot, but come on. Surely. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. And now moving on to our third entitled people story. Entitled mum thinks the ER is a hotel. So little disclaimer to start guys This story took place before covid but in the middle of flu season when I did one of my mandatory internships at the hospital I used to help out at the er after hours from time to time because they were understaffed and were happy to have another helping hand It was flu season and the hospital was packed It was a particularly busy day because there had been two major and several minor car accidents icy roads Ambulances were waiting in line for 45 minutes plus We didn't have any chairs left in the waiting room Chairs from the staff rooms included All stretchers and beds were occupied And some had to be placed in the corridor Everybody was running, trying to keep up with the workload. Cue our entitled parents. This very hysterical mum brought her daughter to the ER because she had a bellyache. Of course, I couldn't tell for sure, but it seemed like the daughter was a bit overdramatic. The whole thing seemed a tad theatrical. But fair enough, they were placed into one of the cabins. The daughter was thoroughly examined, vitals were checked, an ultrasound done, blood was drawn. Mother Bear was pacing up and down the cabin in hysterics. The good news came in. The daughter had an upset stomach at worst. She was recommended a heating pad and some tea. We expected the duo to be relieved, but they seemed a tad disappointed. But okay, whatever. The attending nurse and I looked at them, expecting them to leave the desperately needed cabin and the obviously overflowing ER. When it became increasingly obvious that both were not planning to do so anytime soon, the nurse politely asked them to. The mother glared at us in shock. Um, excuse me? My daughter needs to rest. Let her sleep here. She should be observed by professionals. She's fragile, you know. I could tell that it took the nurse a lot not to start screaming or crying or both. She calmly explained that we needed the cabin because we had to care for a lot of very sick patients that were still waiting, some visibly in pain. But my daughter is sick. All these procedures were very exhausting for her. She needs rest. She needs this bed. Let her sleep for God's sake. The mother started a monologue about why her oh-so-sick daughter deserved the bed and needed to stay. We then decided to get the head nurse and a doctor. They most definitely had better things to do than listen to a mama bear's complaints 
who threw them out politely but with emphasis cue a lot of tired head shaking among staff members and there we go guys i think i've saved the worst story for last there are literally people in ambulances possibly dying who knows but they've been involved in major accidents or at the very least they're going to be more sick than this girl desperately waiting to get into one of these cabins and get seen to by a doctor yet no your daughter needs to rest after a tummy ache i mean seriously are you, are you not able to rest at home what is so bad about your house that you cannot rest in it that's a good question i don't really know what more to say other than like how selfish can you be your child has been checked i'm not gonna lie very extensively given that there is such a demand for, for nurse and doctors the fact that your child has been seen to to such an extent is, is very impressive some would argue that it was unnecessary in the first place for just the belly ache but hey who knows maybe it could have been bad but still ultrasounds vitals blood was drawn like that's everything you need to know that your daughter is absolutely fine at that point you should be relieved like what are you going in there for do you want your daughter to be sick that's the real question go home rest your daughter's fine let someone who needs to see a doctor or a nurse desperately see a doctor or a nurse it's unreal it really is it's ridiculous anyway guys that is gonna do it for this episode of r slash entitled people really hope you have enjoyed it if you did and you want to see a collection of the very best entitled parents and entitled people stories from the entirety of this year check out this feature long well actually to be fair it's longer than a feature movie that i did the other day the start of december to celebrate 2021 it's about what two hours and a half long like if you want to sit back relax and enjoy some entitled people stories that's the video for you check it out subscribe if you're new and i'll see you tomorrow actually later today with a brand new video even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.